Kenny, it's over to you. You want to get the uh, the ball rolling? Yeah, so here we go. Uh, we keep loading up the stars every time. Uh, Lance and I talked about this, I think it was about six months ago. He's like, since you guys are taking over, it's going to get a little tough to have the stars every week. But Lance, <laughs> we keep doing it. And I don't know how we do it. <clears throat> here we go. So we've got. And I, I had to plead with Lance to come on tonight. You know that, right? No, let's stop. I said, Lance, please come on. No. You ask yeah. me, and I'm going to say yes. But if people have heard enough of me, I would rather hear Tawana and Niall talk, frankly, tonight more than I want to hear myself. Sometimes I get, frankly, I get sick and tired of hearing myself talk, Scouse. That's okay, because I have the power of editing and I can mute all this out. So back to this. So we have Tawana Andrew, meteorologist extraordinaire from Wave 3 TV. Tawana, she's always over stopping in Scouse House, roaming around the grounds. Love to see it. Niall McCabe, one of the OGs. You're here. You do these very rarely. I know you've already got your new kit on. I love the new kit. I wish I had one. Pop it. Can you pop it? Because this is on video. Whoa. Nice. Look at that. That's one of my favorites. So it's that one in the hoops. <laughs> and then we got El Oso. Lance McGarvey on here too. So what a fivedom this is for tonight. So we're going to get right into it. Now you've got to bounce here in just a touch. So Scouse, you line this up. You're driving yeah, the ship. Get in. I did. And, um, you know, uh, First off, um, because we got Niall, I know you're on a um, a real tight schedule tonight, and um, I wanted to get your feeling about the um, the Louisville City match the other night, and uh, we uh, beat the Riverhounds two to nothing. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to go to the game because you know it, it's Derby season and the hotel's really busy, so I couldn't make the game. But uh, tell us your thoughts on that game the other night. Yeah, it was obviously great being back back here at the stadium and stuff like that. It's been quite, a, as you know, it's been a long pre-season for us, probably the longest I've ever had, to be honest. So, um, it was, even though we had games that were kind of like two hours away, or it, it was finally nice to get back to kind of the routine. We did everything like we would normally on a, on a regular USL game day uh, to kind of get that uh, feel back for, for this coming week. And, yeah, it was great to have fans and stuff back in. It's been a crazy year, so kind of get some sort of normality back it was it was really it was really nice and obviously i don't think there's a, a tougher a tougher test really in usl championship than, than playing pittsburgh i mean bob bob lily obviously has his teams you know well drilled well well coached and you know they're a tough a uh, tough group to play against and break down and we we did have we had our moments you know played well in patches and then other moments we, we were not so good we looked at, at the film there the, the next day and stuff like that so um yeah it was, there was a lot of positives and you know getting a clean sheet chris made some uh, brilliant saves uh, and 2-0 and, and against a team like that you, yeah no, and a penalty save right in front of scouse's house yeah yeah man you missed diesel it. yeah uh, yeah our favorite guy diesel yeah it was a good game. I thought, you know, anything I got was from our, our mistakes. So that, that's something we can work on and we can eliminate and stuff like that. Uh, in terms of them breaking us down, I never, I felt we did a good job at, at being compact and in, in our block and stuff when they had the ball. Uh, so I didn't really, I wasn't too too worried about that side of the game. It was more of the, the turnovers and the mistakes that we had that allowed them to kind of, get some chances and get some momentum and stuff. But like I said, we, we looked at that in the video and that's something that we can we can rectify in the training ground. And then, yeah, score, scoring goals, you know, clean yeah. sheet, 
uh, I think it was a, a, you know what what's also Scott doing scoring in the first few minutes you know uh, a nosebleed up there he did yeah yeah so uh, that's uh, pretty darn good and uh, so how did this uh, your preseason this year because you've been here from the get go mm-hmm. you know I, I remember um, going to a um, O'Shea's and I met you for the first time over there uh, back what 2015 15. yeah yeah have you still got that scarf over your locker I do still have that scarf. It's not there you me, go. It's not over my locker anymore. I moved into a new house, so I have a big collection of a uh, big collection of scarves, and that's that's one of them. That's yeah. One of, Making my day. So how does how has this preseason for you gone compared with other preseasons? Because I know it's it's you said itself. It's a crazy year, and you know you've had all your challenges and everything. So um, how's it going? Yeah, it was. It's it's been obviously quite long, um, but we we were already off. You know, we finished. I don't know when the last when the final was. Eastern Conference final, maybe October or something, was it? Yeah. Uh-huh. So then we're already off. You know, November, December, January. It's, you're kind of itching to get back, but then you don't really know what's going on with how the league is 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 setting up. It's kind of a waiting game around this virus and stuff like that, and how these vaccines are doing. So you're kind of waiting on the league to make a decision on a tentative start date and stuff. That's what that's what we were doing, and um, you just kind of like waiting and doing your own kind of running and stuff. And we were all kind of itching to get back. And then once they kind of got a tentative date, Hack was just like, "Let's, I've had enough of the off season. Let's kind of get back and start working on some things mm-hmm. we otherwise wouldn't have time." To, to do so I think everyone was kind of uh, delighted to get back playing and stuff like that that first day was crazy though a lot of snow well I don't know about you because when I was playing rugby and playing football over in England I used to love playing in the snow because you get some pretty good sliding tackles in there and right yeah, there and uh, the sliding tackles but the, the the snow we were in it just kept rolling over the top of the ball so you have like a it was no use so thankfully we had you know, we have a good group of young, young men who will have no problem, you know, grabbing a shovel and helping out, you know, Daryl yeah. ground staff there at the new training ground. So we all grabbed the shovel, you know, cleaned off a, a, a decent enough uh, square that we could get some, get some work done at least until they had more time to, to clear the rest of it. So it was long. as a, Compared to, to previous seasons, you could have had... It was kind of normal, you know, so nothing really shocked you in the, in the previous years. You knew we were going, you know, Florida for two weeks to get some hard work done and some good games, better weather down there so you can, and competition down there as well. You, you always know that you'll have, you know, four, five, six MLS teams down there, five or six USL teams down in IMG. So you, you have good quality games on the schedule, not have to travel anywhere. It's all right there. So that was great. Um that we missed out on that. Um, it's just, you just kind of deal with everything that's thrown at you the best you can. It's, it, there's no real playbook for it at all. Um, coaching staff done a great job at making sure that we got some uh, some really good quality games, like in, in Texas and stuff like that. We played some some really good technical teams. I think it, every team we played was was different in a way, and that was, that was, that was great. We weren't getting the same kind of coming up against the same style every every preseason game. We've done Hack and, and Danny and that done a great job at finding teams, different styles that we can, you know, come up against and, and, and learn from and, and prepare. Okay. So um 
The other night, did you get to watch the um, the race in Louisville game? Their away did game? Did you get to watch it? The one against Washington or the one yeah, against... Yeah, the one against Washington. Yeah, I was, I was always watching that one. So I, I've, I've been dying to ask, ask you, you know, um, my heart sank. A goal goes in in the 93rd minute and you've just lost the game. What is the atmosphere like in the in the dressing room after a defeat like that? You know, because this, you know, they, they scored in the ninety third minute, and there's really, unless you go straight down the pitch and go score another goal, you're done. Yeah, that 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 would have been a that would have been like a punch in the stomach, you know. That yeah. Been... You know, because my my heart sank for the girls. Yeah. It, it really did because I, was... I don't think they deserve to lose. No, they 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 absolutely didn't. Uh, they had enough enough good chances to to get. You know something out out of the game for sure. At least they go up to go up a goal. You know, okay, they Michelle uh, made some really good saves as well. But I definitely think they did enough, you know, to to get something out of the game. And, and yeah. then at at that time in the game, you're on the road. Usually lasts like ten minutes. You're thinking to yourself, okay, we're on the road. Uh, Neil, we're we're in a we we'll have a draw. Okay, we don't lose this game now. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so to, to lose it would, would be yeah it would be very tough for them especially because they played so well and I I didn't think that they deserved to yeah I'd, I'd, to I'm, lose I'm with game. you I, I don't think they deserved to to lose and I thought they re- played really well yeah. you know being a I, an expansion expansion team in the the in the um the NWSL and um you know my heart sank yeah you know That's part of it as well skills like these are the moments that that, that they learn from you know and they're kind of yeah. They'll, they'll grow and they'll, they'll learn from them, uh, their mistakes and stuff like that. So, you know, just part and parcel of, you know, new team getting together. It does take it does take a while for, for you to kind of figure everyone out, even though they've been together, you know, as, as long as us for pre-season. But this is, you're still getting a, a group of 20-odd women together. Yeah. You will have those, like, little moments at start. But I think yeah. both against Orlando... And against uh, Washington, I thought they 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 gave a really good account of themselves. Should have should have probably won won both games. And I know Chris will probably feel a bit uh, hard done boy with the with the points that they're on right now. But I tell you, there's positive things to come there for sure. Yeah, but you know, and and you know, the 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 way I look at it is that you know it's great for for Louisville City because you you've had a core of players that have been here for four or five years and you've been playing together. But these guys, they've been here for, what, eight, ten weeks maybe together. And, you know, it's going to take a while for them to gel, I believe. And, uh, you know, from it, my take from both of the games that they played is they played well, you know. And I think that the victory is going to start coming, um, hopefully sooner rather than later. Yeah, exactly. No doubt. No doubt about it. Now yeah. I have a quick question while you guys are talking about racing. Um Sorry, Scouts, I had to just chat. No, 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 no. That's, you've that's been what here since. Oh, since by the way, Tawana, if you've got a question, just chime in. <laughs> got it. <laughs> okay. I've been here since 2015, since the very beginning. And when you see an NWSL team now starting at Lynn Family Stadium, you see the stadium. I mean, just it itself. Uh, all of this is uh, because of the efforts that, of course, the ownership group, the front office, and all the players before, but you – have been here the entire duration of that. How does that feel when you came into Louisville and you're playing your first game at at a decent minor league baseball park, but and had a good crowd of like six thousand people, 
but the turf was terrible. The, you know, you guys have had to build this from almost nothing. What's it like to see this all come to fruition? And, oh, by the way, you've got a couple championships along the way to go. I mean, it's obviously incredible, you know. I, I couldn't imagine the, the stadium that we, we did get, you know. When they kind of sold, oh, we're going to build a stadium and stuff like that, I kind of had the, the the vision of, like, you know, like with the, the metal kind of bleachers around and stuff like that. And then I quickly realised that this ownership group and stuff, when they do things, they do things 100%, you know, they're going to do it to be the best, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. okay, we're not just going to build a stadium for the USL, we're going to build the best stadium in the USL. We're not just going to build a training facility, we're going to build the best training facility in the USL. That rival even some MLS training facilities, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, to see it, to see it, like, come, you know, this this far and stuff like that, in such a short uh, period of time, I think, I think back to, you know, the early days, I think back to going to council meetings to, to kind of push for the stadium and stuff like that. I sat through them all as well. And it's kind of, this is what it's about, you know. It's, okay, we, I feel a part of it and stuff. I just, I feel a very small part of it, you know. It's just. You're a very big part of it. Excuse me for interrupting. Yeah. I, sec- I second that motion. That's what yep, I'm I said it. Just, yeah. I'm just a very small part of this, like, and it's great you know, if, if Louisville City had a, a James Milder in the team, it's you. Yes. It's, it's great just to be like, to be that little small part of it and stuff like that, because now I'm seeing, you know, young Elijah and Josh, you know, coming up from the academy and they're like, they, they didn't have anything close to this anywhere near them. And now, like you're saying, you know, with us, we have the stadium, we have Cincinnati, their stadium, their academy and stuff like that. The growth is unbelievable. I'm delighted now, like that, you know, Josh and Elijah, they're getting, they're getting these opportunities. Because that's what it's about, you know, that's what we wanted when, when you start something like this. You want it to, to grow, you want local kids to be able to, like, have this on the doorstep and to be able to, to, to aspire you know, because we always had the, the phrase, you know, if you can't see it, you can't be it, you know? And it was, okay, it was like that for us with the, the young the young boys of the city. They could come to Slugger, they could come here and watch us, you know? But the girls didn't have that, you know? So now they have, they have the women there, you know, they're going to see, like, top-class, like, world-class athletes on the doorstep that they can see, that they can almost reach out, you know, and, and, and grab, you know. So, yeah, they can see it, they can be it, you know. The gro- it'll only be, like, amazing for the growth of football in this like, state, in this area. It's, I can't wait to see, you know, the next, you know, what, seven years I've been here, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, piggybacking off that question, now that you've thought about everything that you've been through already, what do you think the biggest challenge is going to be moving forward? Um, making you guys happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, we're happy. Uh, we, got, we, got, we got all those trophies open. sitting in the cabinet. Yeah, and we that's got the, the silverware and the bars <laughs> open. We're exactly. pretty happy. You guys are you guys are happy because yeah, we've we've managed to like put some trophies in the cabinet and stuff, and we want to keep doing that. You know, we want to keep us happy, keep you know, stay at that like 
really high level. I think that's the biggest uh, the biggest thing. The pressure the pressure of winning. We've had you we've had you guys spoiled for the last uh, few years. So it's... yeah, and it's nice looking down the uh, the highway and you look at FC Cincinnati and um, in their trophy cabinet they just got cobwebs. Cobwebs yep. and moths. Yes, that's it. Cobwebs and moths. I can't you believe you're being silent on this one, Lance. <laughs> I actually had muted. I actually had muted my microphone, so I would. Uh, <laughs> I got to give everybody else a chance to talk. <laughs> I tend to just run my mouth. That keep going, keep going. That's what we do. We just have a good time. Plenty so, of good banter. Yeah. So Niall, uh, back on another point along that. Uh, have you been able to like pick up anything from the way that uh, Coach Holly has been doing stuff with the ladies? That's maybe you've been able to implement or like see things that are some opportunities for you know for Louisville City to pick up, both pressing, both aggressive styles. Louisville City typically more from the midfield, racing early looks like they're pressing forward with like playing six forwards at one time somehow if that's possible. Really on the high counterattack. So what are you seeing? Yeah, other than it's really hard for us to like see. Other than what you guys are saying, you know, they train at the same time as us, you know, so we, we literally can't, they're right next to us on the same pitches and stuff, so it's uh, it's hard to to pick up little little things that, like, we would see on the training ground and stuff like that, but yeah, I've seen, like, from the from the like, games and stuff, he has them, at, they're super, like, mobile, you know, they can, all, they can all run, they can all press, they can all get around pitching, like, they have, like, some some decent technical ability as well I really so far I mean I really like their uh, number eight um, and I can't remember her I don't know how to say her name I don't want to murder it on uh, on telly you mean, you I, mean I, she's the number she's the number eight she's like she's impressed me I think she, uh, Kaiser's impressed me she's been really really yeah. good and uh, a local girl Ekic has been has been promising mm -hmm. too I think it's a uh, yeah, I think they're just super aggressive in the press, and, and 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 they're all mobile. They can run and get around the pitch, and yeah, it's it's a good, it's an exciting style to watch. So I'm looking forward to, you know, maybe when when we're in the, in the training facility, being actually able to go out and kind of maybe watch it, watch a session and stuff like that. Because I've only ever been around, you know, uh, you know, male male soccer and stuff like that, men's soccer. So to to kind of broaden. My own uh, understanding of the game, and try and get out to, to see some uh, some of the women's sessions in action and see how how it differs, how how, how the styles are and stuff like that. Just to learn more, basically, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah. I'm with you on that one because you know until a few weeks ago, I'd never seen a, a professional women's game ever, you know. So um, and I'm I've been uh, pleasantly surprised by the level of football that I'm seeing and. Um, you know, and I'm just waiting now for the uh, the first uh, W in the column. You know, yep. and uh, you know, and I know it's coming. Now, I want I want to ask you about uh, our newest signing, Jorge Gonzalez. Comes out of Spain, over from Portland Timbers. What is he going to add to the dynamic of our team? Yeah, he's a he's great player so far. Like he's only been here a short time, but you know he's. Look at number ten. He can play anywhere along the front four. You know, number nine, number ten, out wide, whatever. He's good size, some good good speed, really good technical ability as well. He's someone who could uh, can really help us moving forward. You know, he's so he's only been here a short time, but you know, the the only the small bits that I have seen, he's 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 been impressive. So I've been, yeah. 
Um, okay, since I'm a meteorologist, I have to ask a weather-related question. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. This is not the reason we brought Tawana on here, but go with what you know, Tawana. Um, so there's some rain in the forecast and some cool weather for Saturday. How does that change the way that you guys practice and prep for a match? Do you do you change up anything in particular or no? No, I think uh, as players... Now we, we want the pitch to be soaked anyway. So if it's raining, you know, great. That makes the ball move faster. It's it's good for air style, you know. Um as as far you know, we don't have to worry on, on this surface about like standing water because of just that they have underneath it. So I think um yeah, cold it doesn't bother me like fit well, I don't know what it's to be, high of fifty degrees maybe. Basically, 40, no, 50. Pro no, no, problem, no problems to me. That's their summer back home. So, uh, yeah, no, I prefer the cool weather anyway. It's a lot easier to breathe than the uh, the hot weather. I tell you, when it gets to that, like, 85, 90 degree in the summer, and, yeah, you kind of, those first few minutes can, can feel like you get hit by a train trying to catch your breath. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it does, because, you know, I've been here for what... Uh, Close to 30 years now, and I've still never got used to the summers here. You know, um, I'm, I'm with you. I like the cold weather. You know, this is my uh, this is my winter getup. I've got an extra shirt on, and that's it. Yeah. You know, coat. What's a coat? I don't know what that is. I just get in my car and go. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm with you. You know, I like the cold weather. So, what are you get, what are you going to tell us about um, the team we're playing on um, Saturday now? The only, as far as I know. Uh... I had a friend who played against them for uh, Chattanooga in preseason. He was telling me, you know, really good. As you'd imagine, with the similar to the first team that they have there, you know, players mm -hmm. loyal have you know really good uh, technical players. Like it's not so much a, a new team, if you will. Uh, the players that they have signed are you know international players coming from who I mean we believe that they're capable of. Playing at, at, at the MLS level as well, so for us, it'll be it'll be a really tough game against a good strong team who mimic the the MLS side. So yeah, I think it'd be a good uh, a good tactical battle because you know we're we're kind of similar in how we want the ball down on the ground and play and play through lines, high press, uh, repress, all that sort of stuff. So I think it'll be a a good tactical battle. Okay, so are we going to count on how many times that uh, Lance is going to mess up on the uh, the PA this week and and say that you've scored for a race in Louisville or, or you know, you know how he does, right? Well, Lance, your preseason is over. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. The season, all right? They're referring to in a racing game. I've been for so long, and in the racing game, one of our great fans tweeted out. I'd take a shot every time Lance accidentally says lose city. And I, I was like, why would you wish that evil on me? And shame on you, Scouts, for participating. Yeah, I was, I was blasted by the time we left. There was a yellow card in the second half against one of the racing players. And I did say the center referee, he has issued a yellow card to Louisville City's number, whatever, whatever. And nobody in the press box even caught it. And that was during a racing game. But, of course, a couple of fans out on Twitter jumped all over it and had their day with that. 
Yeah. I mean, come on, give me a break, man. I've been, it's hard, old habits are hard. I'm an old man. So now, I won't say racing. I'll say Loose City. It's the racing folks that have to worry about me getting that long. As long as for us, you're good. I don't, I don't mind. You know, you, you can have those racing teething problems for a couple more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Brad again. Yeah, then Brad Estes is going to sit me down and say, you know, you got to do better. I don't want to have that talk. <laughs> yeah, while we, while we still got you here, because I know you got to scoot off, um, Nile. I just want to, uh, you know, because I know um, John W. Henry and the Glazers, they watch this podcast. And I just want to tell them that they need to get Brad Estes on the phone. And Brad Estes will tell them how to treat the supporters. And um, he'll give them the good pointers in the, in the right direction. So... Um, you know, so with all the shenanigans that's gone on the other through the last couple of days, um, Mr. Glazer, Mr. Henry, call Brad Estes, he'll sort you out. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, Steven, Steven Spielberg's calling me here, all right? Okay, all right. I better, I better not leave him hanging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was a, it was a pleasure being on, Scouts. And uh, thank you, Bernie. Oh, I appreciate you. I owe you, I owe you 30 minutes sometime during the season again. All right? Okay. All right. Yeah, you never walk alone, my friend. Absolutely, mate. Enjoy, boys and girls. See you, brother. See you, See you buddy. buddy. Cheers. Yep. Well, there he was. There was Nile McCabe, the uh, longest uh, tenured member of Louisville City because he was here from the beginning. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he is Played really... Yeah, he's really the guy that uh, everyone looks to, not only on the team, but also from the supporters, just for his reactions to situations that are happening. Now there's a big perspective on the world community with how soccer fits into different sections of our lives. And man, that's cool just getting Nile on here. Some of us have been able yeah. to hang out with Nile before. He's always just fun. And once you get Nile wound up, typical <laughs> Irishman, just winding yeah. up and watching him go. <laughs> and I can say that because I've got a little Irish crest over there for our family too. So. Oh, yeah. Check Twitter for the past two days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's been live, hasn't it, Tawana? Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> so um, now that uh, I've got uh, Lance and uh, Tawana right here on the uh, uh, the podcast together, the reason why I, I wanted to uh, to talk to both of you, because I know Tawana before, you know, uh, Louisville City got here, and the same with you, Lance, there was no soccer here in, in Louisville. Okay, so I really want to talk about how um, since I've been here since 92, you know, I, re I remember going down to um, the, the Barnes and Noble down there on Hairspawn Lane and going to the, the bookstores down there on Shelbyville Road and getting a, um, a two week old newspaper just to find out how Liverpool did two weeks ago. And we've gone from that. And then um, I find out that every once in a while I can go watch a, a football match at Molly Malone's. And um, I joined up with the, um, the uh, Liverpool FC Kentucky guys and I watched Liverpool games at Molly's. And now, you know, I don't have any weekends left because, you know, I've got Louisville City and I've got Racing Louisville and then I've got Liverpool to watch. And, you know, so how did you guys get into soccer? in Louisville because you know it's grown so much over the last few years well I guess I'll jump in um well first I was talking about this earlier um my boyfriend took me to well he wasn't really my boyfriend then <laughs> but what, boyfriend what, what is wrong with you 
one of our first ever dates was a loose city game and um it was at uofl stadium and we were crammed in with everyone else I was like, what is going on? Why is he taking me here? I haven't watched soccer in years, much less in person. Um, and just the energy of the whole crowd. I was like, okay, I, I, I need to jump into this. I need to find out more about this and just going to more and more of the games and the community is a just a big thing with all of it. And then you have you have the talent of the team you have this incredible community that's come together here in Louisville. It's kind of hard not to want to be a part of it and not to want to really learn more and watch all the games and be in that environment because with everything else going on in the world, it's a, basically a moment of levity <laughs> and it's and it really helps to just bring you into a different county community here in Louisville. And I really want this community to get bigger. I think there's a lot of people in this area that aren't fully aware of what we have just yet. Despite the fact that we've won all of this stuff, I think people still don't fully recognize what we have and the potential that we can really pull out of all of this. Um, so it's getting into it now. And I'm starting to learn a little bit more about the technical side of the game too, which is, which is fun. Um, I was, studying the past week and stuff so uh so that that part of it is is definitely part that just pulled pulled me into everything yeah yeah i, I know think, you go ahead i think just in response to that i think the moral of that story is for any young man looking to impress a date needs to take her to a little city game i think that had a major impact that's a that was a good dating tip right there tawana uh, but I think that <laughs> I think that the the energy of the crowd is is a lot of times what does captivate people when they go just to check out a professional soccer game and they go see a loose city game and now racing uh, and the energy from that crowd is something that we just don't see in our other sports. I mean, I'm a huge basketball fan, football fan, baseball fan, and when you go to basketball games, if it's a if it's a close game, if if it's a, a good opponent or whatever and, and a rival, the, the energy can get really intense, but it's not in unison. The game just kind of, the crowd responds to what they see on the court or on the football field. Mm. In soccer, it's just different. There's a constant push from the fan base to push the players on and to continue to chant, even when there's not really a whole lot of action going on right at that moment. They So the soccer fans are more, I guess, proactive uh, in their chance than they are reactive. Uh, and it's kind of, it's just, it's it's an energy that's hard to duplicate in any other sport. Uh, that's certainly what captivated me. Uh, but on top of that, you're, you're exactly right too, Tuan, and that the product has just been so good on the field. And we talked with Niall about that. When you win two championships, you're in the Eastern Conference Finals year after year after year, always in the discussion. Uh, it's a great product. And, uh, and while racing may not be at that level this year, it's a little tougher in the NWSL to just come out of nowhere and do that based on the expansion draft rules, et cetera. But when you still see the effort that they put on the field, that they give in the game and left everything on the pitch in both games they played so far, and I expect we'll see that throughout the season, that's a great product. It's really all you can ask for. Uh, at this point, just compete and give us an entertaining game. And that's what they do. So 
I, I think everything you said, Tawana, it, it just nails it perfectly because uh, that's, again, that's what captivated me. And I was there to work. I wasn't even there in a, in a, in a spectator com, you know, capacity. Yeah, I think the energy is what you're both kind of hitting on that's different. And uh, Lance, you kind of laid it out pretty well as far as it being more proactive as opposed to reactive. And it's just kind of a constant flow. And it's really nice people go to a sporting event that is done in two hours. Oh, yeah. You can you can sure. you can pour a lot into two hours. You get a bunch of ESPN breaks on a college football game, and four hours later you were tailgating two and a half hours before that. You forgot even who's like the quarterback at that point. You're like, I, what time are the kids getting out of here? What's traffic going to look like? And not to really downplay the importance of those other sports, but this one is a more intense thing for people that are listening to this. We've got a lot of new listeners uh, every week with this. It's more intense, but intense like in a fun way. You don't have to go by a certain booth if you're in business, and you don't have to go sit in somebody's stadium seats. You don't have to do that. Tawana, normally you and your boyfriend will remain unnamed unless you want to name him. That's a very good friend of mine. So I kind of know how you might get those tickets. But anyway, so <laughs> towards like the end of the game last week, after I was really wet, uh, you guys came up at the end of the game, and uh, it, the last 15 minutes, we just hung out my wife and everybody and that's just a fun time we're still chanting and cheering it didn't really matter what the score was look at the game we're at a high top table with the biggest bar and outside of little outside of kentucky here we go and we go yeah. right back into it so it's more of that flow and that feel to it and it's almost a cadence that's different of any other i think in any other sport i'm a huge baseball fan like lance huge football fan american football huge basketball fan third region boys we kind of grew up with the same type stuff um but this is just different it really is. And one thing that I love about watching Lucidity and racing games, you don't fully stand what's going on to enjoy what's happening in front mm. of you Good because point. you have everything going on with the energy of the crowd. And let me just say, it's hard to find a mean person. <laughs> At <laughs> a racing game or a loose city game, everyone is just always so friendly. And you, by the end of the match, your best friends are the person that is, you know, socially distanced away from you now. Um, but it's it's that kind of vibe. You can learn, and someone, if you have questions, there's someone nearby that knows something that you can ask. And with all of that, it kind of encourages people to be more of a fan and more of a part of the community because you know that there's good people around that you can get connected with and then you can watch even like amazing sports happening right in front of you and actually understand what's going on after a while. I was amazed with the pace of the game from racing's uh, first performance there at Lynn family stadium. Um, I thought I knew what I was going to see and I was wrong. Um, I could not imagine intensity being higher than what it was. And obviously these are the best, best athletes on the planet. So that, is kind of crazy to see right here in our stadium, especially when we're used to the turf monster scouts that yeah. we grew up with uh -huh. back at Lou City. We're hanging out in a baseball stadium. Mm -hmm. And Lance, for you, watching out over this and seeing that. And then Tawana, this is a group discussion here on this one, but I really want to get into this. How you've seen it evolve from your side, just from where you came in two years ago. I think that was a USL championship. That was a DDA Drogba championship. I believe that was at was that 2018? That was, was 2018. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Drogba, yep. He kept kicking over the top of our head as we were harassing the crap out of him. 
Lance, the view that you have, and now we're going to have 50%, thanks to Governor Brashear, we're going to have 50% capacity for this Saturday for Lou City. I mean, what this is just, I can't even wrap my head around it. I mean, the crowd was loud uh, last year at times with 4,800, and now we're looking at, you know, pushing to 7,000, 7,500 in that area. And I don't know, they, they still have to keep the social distancing. I mean, sure. they still have to be safe about what they do. So they may not have exactly 50% capacity or not, but it's still just going to continue as we increase capacity. It's just going to get louder and louder. It's it's it's, it's mind boggling, really. I, I just can't wait until, you know, I start to get chills thinking about it. When there yeah, are exactly. plus in Lynn Family Stadium, it is going to be absolutely a, a just zombie. It's just going to be crazy. Be my wife came, my wife Shannon came to me like two nights ago. She goes, did you hear? Uncle Andy said it's going to be 50%. And I'm like, I'm yeah. like running around. I'm like, oh my gosh, this cauldron that we have that yeah. now actually has acoustics. Right? So, so do you remember, cool. so do you remember a couple of weeks ago when um, you came down and you said, Scouts, come up here. I need to, need to meet somebody. And Tawana was up there with you guys. And that's yeah. when um, we had a few minutes left to go in the game. And Lua scored the equalizing goal just before the final whistle. And I was astounded at the how loud the crowd was, even though it wasn't a um, a sold out capacity stadium. Mm -hmm. So, can you imagine what it's going to be like with um, those extra people in there and uh, watching a goal going? We probably will be able to register it on a Richter scale, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seismologists are getting involved. Is that what you're saying, Tawana? We probably need to start monitoring for that. That's something I'm going to keep looking into because, especially. Once you get to the point where we get a goal, I'm pretty sure people on the other side of Louisville are just like, what was that noise? <laughs> I just heard something. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's amazing to even just. So what, what is that little machine that you have in the meteorologist office right over there that, that measures the wind? The uh, anemometer? Yeah. See, what you're going to have to do is go watch that. Because every time we uh, the ball comes close to them, the net you know we all suck in the air and all the wind comes this way and then when it goes in you know we all start screaming and the wind goes that way and you know you'll see it whizzing around and uh, you know it, it'll go flying off the top of the uh the monitor you know you gone honestly, <laughs> you can blame scouse's house for that one honestly that's a scientific experiment i would be happy to be a part of well we've already got the goal cam there can we just get like the wind speed also involved with the goal cam i think it's i think it's doable why not yeah those why are, not those things are pretty cheap you can just stick one on top of the goal and let's go for it <laughs> Yeah, and then when the uh, the ball's down the other end of the net, our nice new goalkeeper was a Simone. He's he's going to go over there. He's he's, he's going to be like uh, you know, it's one of those little windmill things because <sighs> he's that tall. Be on top of the goal. <sighs> he is six nine, and you can't teach that, can you, Lance? No, you can't teach that height. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, now I'll be able to go over there and nut him in the kneecap. <laughs> So, uh, Tawana, why? How is it that you got into meteorology? You, you know, it's uh, not like uh, on the top uh, scale of everybody that wants to be go to college. I want to be a meteor meteorologist. See, I can't even say it. <laughs> 
listen, I can't even say it some mornings. I'm still asleep by the time I'm on television. Um, but I met a meteorologist when I was a kid in elementary school. And I told okay. him I wanted his job. Told him I wanted his job. And I didn't really change my mind anywhere along my One of my cousins, actually, she wanted to be a meteorologist too. And as a little kid, I really wanted to be a lot like her. Um, but we kind of diverged paths. Now she works for NASA, working on their you know, oh. Mars rovers. And yeah, stuff. show off. Helicopters. Yeah, um, show off. <laughs> doing all that stuff. Um, but, I mean, growing up in South Florida and dealing with all those hurricanes and all of that, it just really fascinated me, um, especially dealing with tornadoes and hurricanes, which is something that people don't really know a lot about. That's quite, that's the reason why Florida has some of the most tornadoes ever because out of the entire United States because of those hurricanes. So that was something that fascinated me. And um, I, when I was in college, I didn't want to be on television at all. I thought it was crazy. I never mm. wanted to do that. <laughs> um, and I just happened to take one course uh, my second year of college. And I was like, you know what? Maybe this isn't terrible. Um, mm -hmm. And ha happening to end up in Louisville, because originally I had applied to a job in Birmingham, Alabama. And that didn't pan out. And but that's okay, because we saved you. Exactly. I was like, I'm going where? You you, you have a job offer in Kentucky? All I know about <laughs> Kentucky is the Derby and chicken. So. <laughs> <laughs> Barefoot, no electricity, all the other things, right? Yeah. yeah, we'll show you where the bourbon bar is. Oh, listen, I, I found that out really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that's right behind Scouse's house. So you're just going to go all that way. <laughs> yeah. So just ended up falling in love with being on television and being able to communicate something that can be very technical and as easy of a way as possible and help people like get their day ready and figure out what they're going to do later on this this week or whatnot or plan for, let's say, going to something fun like a Lucidity match. Um, so mm -hmm. I just just love the weather. It's super fascinating to me. Uh, just I, I love physics. I love math. So anything along those lines. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, and if you, um, you I probably, you probably don't even know it, but uh, before I even go to a local city game um, last year, you know, as um, the first thing I do is I flip on the weather in the morning to find out what you can have in store for me. Yay. That's why I you try know? to put everything out now on social media as much as possible to make it easier for everybody to find all the information. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and um, what has your experience been um, actually coming into Scouse's house? Cause um a lot of uh, people um, are coming into the stadium for the very first time, and you got the Coopers down one end, you got the Louisville ladies, they have um, um, the Lavender Legion for the for racing Louisville, and you got Scouser's House. And so, what, what's been your experience of the um, the supporters groups? I I absolutely love every single. Well, of course, you the most. I, I just well, well, we know that, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. I have never been a part of such like a just close knit community. Even if you're in different supporters groups, right. everyone is always interacting. I feel like anytime I post anything Lucidity or racing related, my Twitter notifications are just going nonstop. Um, and I think that the supporters groups are definitely the backbone of both teams because a lot of the time they're the ones that are encouraging the media to talk about things because I think still 
in Louisville, like just I've been just looking over the past few weeks, just how each of our stations and each of our newspapers covers Lucidity and racing. And a lot of the time that gets put on the back burner sometimes for all the other things going on. Um, and I think having the supporters groups going out there and being quite vocal is helping to bring more awareness to the media side of things. And then you get that feedback of getting more of the coverage that I think both teams really do deserve. Um, and plus, I I don't ever have a bad time hanging out with y'all, ever, <laughs> um, ever. It literally, literally makes my day to come over in Scouts House and just, just hang out for a bit. Literally, this last racing game, I was like, okay, we got to go at this particular time. We got to go over there because we have to make sure we have at least 20 minutes with them at minimum. <laughs> I got to make sure that we, we spend that time with you because it's, you are friends, you are family. It's, it's, Loose City and Racing is a big family. And being able to spend time with family, no matter what part of the group you are in, um, especially thing going on in the world right now with COVID and everything being so separated. I think that's a very important thing um, just in life in general. So absolutely love it. Lance, I'm going to come to you on this because I think this is a really good segue into something that Lance is very humble. <clears throat> he doesn't talk about all the effort that he put into Soccer City Radio that I know of, and I'm not going to drag into that thing and make him embarrassed. That's for another day. But <laughs> Lance, with, with how high profile, you know, at CLM250L also is on Twitter, mm. what you've seen in Soccer City Radio with the media, exactly what Tawan is talking about there, from the guests that you would have two, three years ago to what you're able to just kind of pull in now. And I know Jeff's kind of taking the reins, just touch on that because you've got a couple other things going on, you know, with <laughs> head PA announcer for UofL basketball, both men's and women's. You've got racing, you got Louisville City, and you also were somebody that was a little bit afraid of the mic, just like what Tawana is talking about, because I know some of his background. But on this specific point, how have you seen it change with the media and the personalities that you've been able to bring in that you couldn't really do three years ago? Well, I mean, absolutely, the media coverage has gotten uh, much better. Uh, and I think that Lynn Family Stadium has something to do with that. There's a lot of credibility established with uh, the journalists in town. I think that uh, the longevity, the fact that Lou City's now been here, this is their seventh season. I think people are starting to come around and accept that, uh, you know, this is for real. And now we've got the most elite women players in the world. Uh, the top division team. Uh, and I, I think we would have seen even more of it last year if we hadn't had uh, attendance restrictions due to COVID. I think if, you know, if they saw 15,000 people packing that stadium night after night after night, any sports journalist in his, his or her right mind would have to be there to cover, right? Um, because if they don't, they're, they're, they're neglecting something obviously very important. So, um, they're still waiting, but I do see it growing a lot. A lot of that has to do with the work that some of that front office staff has done uh, over the years. Uh, and Jonathan Littner now as uh, director of communications does a phenomenal job, has a lot of great relationships pulling in uh, a lot of the media folks as well. Uh, so it's just a combination of a lot of things. Relative to Soccer City, you know, we, we could have always had um, whatever guests we, we we never really tried to because 
I, at, the, at the beginning, really what I wanted to do was show the focus on the fans as much as I possibly could in the experience. Mm-hmm. We, we, we've evolved as Soccer City. When, when it first started, it was basically a marketing tool to say to the, the sports world, hey, this soccer thing's going on and it's really cool. And we, we didn't really talk a lot about the soccer, but as it's matured, the professional soccer here in town, Soccer City has also matured and we are able to talk a lot more about the sport as if it's, you know, a legit sport because it is. I mean, you don't turn on a, a U of L sports program or a UK sports program and listen to them just harp on the fan experience over and over and over every show. No, they talk about players and tactics, right. and positions mm-hmm. and coaching changes and, and all that. And so we've, uh, done very well to evolve towards that. And part of that is me getting out of the way, Kenny, uh, because I wanted to bring in Casey Whitfield because she's phenomenal. phenomenal. Uh, and, 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 you know, she is absolutely phenomenal. She knows. Yeah, I love uh, Casey. Yeah, yep. she, she's a superstar. And I hope that they continue to bring her in and she wants to continue moving into a bigger role in all of that. Uh, I'm just so proud of her and, and fond of what she's doing. And then, you know, I was adamant about getting Jeff, you know, that was, a, I mean, a no brainer. You get a guy like that. He loves soccer. He knows it. He can talk, talk it very thoroughly. And so it, 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 look, I I helped to bring that thing to where it is and it's time, you know, probably pretty soon for me to kind of get out of the way and let it continue to grow further and further. No, I don't say things like that. (laughs) You know, disapprove this message. (laughs) <laughs> I disapprove that one too because I want to be just like you when I grow up there, Lance. Oh, hell, Scouts. Come on now. Put the microphone down and come down there and drink a pint with you. All right. You're on. Yeah, I've got the deck right outside. It's a bit cold out there today. You know, that the snow flying around because Tawana couldn't oblige me today, you know, but otherwise <laughs> I'd be doing it out there on the deck. Ooh, <clears> but, Sunday. Uh, Sunday. <laughs> tomorrow night, I, we're trying to do a remote. Doing soccer city live on location at Fall City Tap Room when they're celebrating that new Fall City beer. So okay, have one cold one with me tomorrow night. All right, I can do that. So Lance, you know I I remember um, a few years ago, and you know you sat in that little room, and I said how can it how bad can it be sitting in a little room up there and you're watching the uh, the football in the air conditioning and you know, you've got a nice icy cold beverage right there and you know and um now you're, you're sitting in the same room but be a little bit closer and then um i had to go do a um a question and answer thing for the radio show back in liverpool and i sat up in the the press room right next to you how the hell did you see the football up there I didn't have a pair of binoculars with me, and I couldn't see it. Are you talking about from Slugger Field? That was that's two, the one. That, you two know, and a half years you know, ago, yeah, yeah. That, that was that, the, in that little that little room. It was it was pretty terrible, frankly. With you. <laughs> unless they were unless they were down on the let's talk baseball terms on the third base side. If, the, if they were down on that end, the end where the infield is, it wasn't bad. But when you know they were at the outfield side, Scouse's uh, house side, where we were, yeah, with Scouse's house, exactly. I mean, you were a mile away, I, literally. Yeah. When I, we were that, we calculated that press box was about a hundred feet behind home plate, just Ooh. eyeballing it. And that center field fence is four hundred feet, so <laughs> that's five hundred feet from out 
to that corner. That's almost yeah. a tenth of a mile, guys. Yeah. yeah. You can't see yeah. it. Yeah, Lance used to have a pair of binoculars looking at Scouser's house to see if we scored. <laughs> you know, you see us jumping up and down. Oh, loose city goal! <laughs> it wasn't far from that. No, he's, he's on the phone. Hey, Scouse, who scored? <laughs> but but you know what? We always had to look in the sun on that side, and we traded that to the Cooper side, so we didn't know who really scored either, and we were right next to him. We were blinded. That's why we gave out sunglasses two years in a row for part of our membership, because none of us could see what was going on. It was one of two yeah. things. The ball was flying at your face because you were about eight foot behind the goal and yeah. elevated where most of them are going to happen. The misses aren't happening low. The misses yeah. are happening high. So yeah. we didn't see it either. So if you could have called out somebody from Racing Louisville for the goal, we would have been <laughs> like, sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> the question is, did we win at that point? Nobody really needed to see it. <laughs> exactly. And, and, usually wasn't we did. The, and it wasn't past the 75th minute when the pints couldn't be served anymore. Those were our oh, big yeah. issues that we had. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then uh, the, the day that they ran out of beer, that was another one. So I, I'm glad we got the bar behind us now. They ran out of beer at Slugger Field? They yeah. Did. Yeah. Modelo bar. They did. They ran the out of beer. Can you believe that? It happened. That's a carbon yeah. sin. I need to exactly. hang out with y'all more often. You're doing <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's why I used to smuggle a bottle of rum in there because uh, we know we'd run them oh. out of beer, so we'd, we'd, we'd uh, smuggle a bottle of rum. Allegedly, Scouse. Don't admit to anything. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> These are all rumors. Yeah, yeah all rumors. <laughs> so now we've got everybody's attention talking about alcohol. Uh, I want to switch gears just quickly, and uh, I did put out there on Twitter earlier today, and I know that uh, Lance retweeted it, uh, that we do have a ticket giveaway from Oxmoor Toyota. Four tickets for you have to watch the video to figure out how to enter. Most everybody in the community has been tweeting and retweeting and everything else uh, that I tried to tag most everybody that I could without just spamming the whole community. Uh, but anyway, so four tickets. Oxmoor Toyota is a big supporter of both Louisville City FC, Racing Louisville. You'll see the Toyota vehicles back there behind the goal, way behind the goal on our end uh, to try to. Friday it. night's game. Too much damage. Night. No, it ends on Friday. Is the competition okay? All right, okay. Yeah, all right. Ends on Friday for Saturday's game. So get involved with that. Uh, we love Louisville City and the racing supporters. So um, mm -hmm. that's a little sidebar. Yeah, that's and it. Uh, uh, you know, I've got a, a few other things. Like uh, uh, we're still trying to figure out because the, the the guys at PayPal that they're not playing ball. So we're we're trying to figure out what we can do. Um, so that we can get this um, uh, membership stuff uh, all sorted out. But me and Kenny, we spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. I may, I, may, I may as well talk to the door. PayPal, I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> PayPal, are you hearing this? <laughs> PayPal, you suck. So we're gonna, we've got to figure something else out, and we'll, we'll put it out as quick as we can. So um, the second thing is, is we're still in April and it is still Autism Awareness Month. And um, as you know, um, Hayden, um, he's my buddy. He, if I'm there at the stadium, Hayden's there at the stadium. But please, 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 please just give somebody with autism a chance because they, Hayden surprises me every single day. Um, and um just give them a chance because they, they will surprise you and um, there are surprises coming, um, you know, and I, I know it and 
all, most autistic people, all they need is a chance and a little bit of your time and understanding and you will be surprised. So please just uh, be aware that, uh, you know, um, I'm down there. And if uh, you have any um, members of your family that are autistic, come on down to Scouser's house because they're, they're more than welcome to join us and watch the game down there from Scouser's house because you're always welcome. Okay, so um, the other thing is, too, is don't forget if you're coming in from out of town to um, watch a Louisville City or a racing game, yeah, look me up because, uh, you know, I'm, I work for Crown Plaza or the Galt House and the, um, the, uh, the embassy suites in downtown and that only just a few minutes away from the stadium. So um, don't forget if you, you get a room in there, tell them, you know, I want to talk to Scouse and uh, I'd be glad to come down and talk to you. So, okay, I got two follow up things real quick to your okay. there. Go one, my son Tate purchased a car at Oxmoor Toyota yes. and, had, and had a great and wonderful experience. And I mean that with all of my heart. Uh, Kenny, you know, and his folks over there took great care of him, and uh, and Thank and you. And they would do that for anybody. I'm, it, I'm, it wasn't because it, it was Lance's son. I mean, they do that for everybody. I know because I've got other friends that have bought cars there. I actually bought a car there a long time ago and probably do one soon. Yeah. Uh, and secondly, please give Hayden a fist bump for me, Scouse. Uh, I, I, love I will. Death and uh, we don't get to see you. Uh, at the post game things anymore down in the basement. Yeah, Florida. they won't give me a press pass anymore. So these so, that, that scouser, you can get. That. So <laughs> you've been kicked uh, out of worst places. I need yeah. to find you and Hayden and come say hello. Absolutely, absolutely. Please Actually, what we can do is uh, I want. I've never seen a game from up in your standpoint up there, so I may have to come up there and visit you. And, yeah. Um, yeah, let's make that happen. Yeah, we can yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know. I've never been up there in the press box yet, and uh, I've got to do it. Got to it's do it not as time. fun as out at your end of the stadium. I'll promise you that. Absolutely, because you know you, you've got it's to pick, you've got to pick Tawana up off the concrete because you know she's uh, she's back there by the bar. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm the one handing out drinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tawana, your your final thoughts on the on this podcast and everything else that's going on with the city. Well, first off, I'm just really appreciative of the fact that you guys had me on at all. Just just super grateful for that. Um, just kind souls, and I appreciate it. I do really look forward to everything that racing and Lucidia are going to be doing this year. I think the amount of recognition that is going to be pulled into the city is going to be unbelievable. Um, and also make sure that you have your rain gear with you <laughs> on Saturday. You see, us, us English people, we don't worry about the rain. Oh, no. You yeah. know, because we, we were spoiled back in uh, at Slugger Field because we had a roof over us. But we don't worry about the rain. You know, um, we had the wet T-shirt contest down in Scouser's house at the last racing game. And we, we saw the beautiful rainbows. Mm -hmm. We didn't see one rainbow. We saw like four or five different rainbows. You know, that was from all of the... Um, the the uh, rain squalls that we had going through there. So I think it was uh, beer you were drinking. If you saw four or five rainbows. Oh yeah, it was the pink yeah. elephants too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But, so. but but after a few pints and some um, nice bourbon that, from down there, that we we didn't care. No. You know, it's you only get wet. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, only get wet. So, but uh, Tawana, um, I really do appreciate you coming on, and if. Uh, Anybody in the um, Scouser's House family or Louisville City, the Purple family, 
even the racing family now, if uh, you want to check out uh, Tawana in the, you're on in the morning most of the time, aren't you, Tawana? Yes. So from 4.30 to 7, um, Monday to also from 11 <laughs> until 12.15. So you'll catch me on the midday shows too. Okay. All right. So if you, you want to find out what the weather is like before you come out to Scouse's house, whether you got to wear your, um, your, your James O'Connor hat or you, you got to wear, um, you know, a tent, you know, then, uh, you know, check out with uh, Tawana before you come out to the game. Exactly. Also, Wave 3 News. I need to make sure everyone knows where to find me. <laughs> yep. Wave 3 News. And, uh, you know, um, we do appreciate you coming out to Scouse's house and joining us because everybody is welcome. And uh, Lance, you've been a, a friend of Scouser's house um, for the last seven years. And, you know, um, like I said, I, I want to be just like you when I grow up. <laughs> You're one of my <laughs> heroes, Scouse. I love you, brother. I love you too, Kenny. You guys yeah, are great friends to me. You know that. I, I wish nothing but the best for, for you guys. And um, I'll, I'll text you a bit later on. You can tell me what time. Or did, do you know what time with, that's happening tomorrow? Uh, I know our show's happening from six to seven, so okay, I'll be out there. It's wrapped around that. I think it. I really do think it's like five to eight or something like that. So okay, just come down there at six o'clock. I think we'll have a speaker set up so the crowd can hear if they nice. want to. Okay, and uh, and then we'll we'll go from there. This will be our this will be the first live remote for this crew. Uh, so I, I'm excited about it. It'll be a lot of fun. Tomorrow yep. it's about your bedtime, isn't it? Yep, I got 20 minutes until I got to pass out to be up at 2. <laughs> yep. Oh, goodness. Oh, man, <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're crazy. Right I so used I... to wake up at 12.45, so this is an improvement. See, it's a, it's, a, it's a good job. I'm not a weather guy. You know why? Why? Because I'd be saying, open your window. Look outside. <laughs> That's what it's like. Scouts is like this, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Seems Just like it's coming. Hand out. <laughs> take your hand out. If you bring it back in, it's wet, it's raining. Exactly. <laughs> if you bring it back in, it's got ice on it, it's cold. <laughs> if the car's if your car's gone out of the driveway, there's been a tornado overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You guys are the best. Tawana, we love having you over in our area. Lance, you've been around here forever. We love you, brother. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. You guys <laughs> we have gotta do it night. again. Thanks yeah, for we do. Of course. You don't take care. Yes. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.